0: Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey guys, listen, I know this just went live a couple places, so hello and uh, welcome in. And you know what, I was really going to come in and do a short one and I thought, well, I got a kind of busy next couple of days, so I don't know if this is going to be the last one of 2019 or not. I'm going to try not to let it because I think the next couple of days is going to be really good. And I think what we're going to do as I'm sitting here. Looking at the journal. I'm literally looking at the journal and there is just a couple more pages So I think that's absolutely appropriate now, even though uh, How to get out of bed and you already know this is how to get out of bed It is an episodic episodic journey to getting out of bed uh, Recovering some traumas reclaiming our space and time and our goals and um, I had these journals because being a blogger or an influencer or whatever you want to call it, I go to a lot of events. And when you go to a lot of events, particularly cons and trainings and so forth, you come home with these amazing journals. And so I had this one, uh, which is, I, I've, now that I think about Dolly Parton's movie, Code of Many Colors, it had many colors on it. And um, it's a eight, it was an eight and a half by 11 journal. Actually, this particular one came from a Google event. Because, you know, they had some really good swag. And I just have stacks of them all over the place. And I just reached for another one uh, where my son actually went to a training. And he came back with a nice leather-bound one, which I'm going to claim that one because... Uh, <laughs> he doesn't live here no more. So I'm going to claim that one. And then I have a smaller one that I usually um grab when I have like a, an idea. When I don't have, you know, when Suri doesn't understand. When I'm trying to say, hey Suri, note this, remind me this, that, and the other. So what I thought I would do for how to get out of bed today since I am wide awake. And I really feel like I should be somewhere deep into eight hours of sleep after having such a long night, but you know that's my Saturday nights. Anyway, so I'm kind of, you know, my weekends flip around. I'm recording this one on on a Sunday morning, and I think it was, I'm trying to remember what the calendar said, maybe the 29th. I know in just a couple days we're going to be putting 2019 to bed we're going to be closing out 2019 depending on if you're here in this live you're catching on the podcast or somewhere far off into the future you ended up where i was because i look every place i am is where i was i look at it like that and i hope not to be here too much longer in this mind in this space that's challenging the mental and so forth and so on so um, I literally have in my hand, just to give you guys another visual since we are an audio, uh, in my hand, I have all of the pages. I opened the journal and I literally have in my hand, you hear that? All of the pages that I have been consistent about writing on. Now, I'm not one for like... Copious notes taking and journal writing, Um, but what I decided to do something I could commit to you gotta Decide what can you commit to because a lot of times we come into things we get over Over what we get overzealous and then we get overwhelmed and we can't be consistent with it but the way that I figured that I could be consistent with writing in this journal was Talk it out. And then I was like, Why am I sitting here talking to myself? Why don't I do what I do best? And let's go live, right? So I started going live and then I was like, Wait, we gotta call this thing something. Well what are you trying to do? Very simply just trying to get out of bed. And I was like, Wait, this is how I get out of bed. And what I love about having all these pages can I do it again? All these pages is that when I see somebody else that be, that ends up in a place or a space or mind point or something like that, where I was, I will, I now can go and grab an episode or even just the entire, um, uh, podcast, which we are now, I say book three is one journal, but I say book three simply because, um, in, in experimenting with this 90 of these pages, um, was literally daily, which is why it's called how to get out of bed daily podcast because each morning, as soon as I opened my eyes and realized I had another day, another breath of life was in me, I just grabbed the phone and I literally went live. And it's so funny because now as I'm producing podcasts, it's so much work that goes into trying to do the whole planned and scripted stuff. But the thing that I have been able to commit to over the last 20 years, not just the last year of podcasting, is things that were spontaneous to me. Those are the things that were needed. When I started aiming for, oh, it needs a certain look. It needs a certain sound. We got you always put it on pause. And thank you, Adela Shabazz. Uh, over the la- over the last couple of decades, I had a chance to witness her say um, some. Uh, and I don't want to paraphrase because I'm gonna get it wrong. But when you know, putting stuff on, putting life on pause. And, um, and I'm working with a couple people that we're doing podcasts and we're, we know that it's going to record this particular podcast is going to require some optics. Like we really want to be in the room together as opposed to on, um, the various, you know, things that virtual we want, we want this to be in real life. And so we're having to work, work on the sound. We got to get the microphones and you guys know, usually I might sound nasally. The phone may be across the room. It may be airy right now. I'm using, um, the lapel mic so I don't and I and I see it's hitting the red zone so which means it could be loud so I'm gonna ask you to adjust your sound because I don't know how to adjust this one so it remember we, it also over the last uh um in the last decade we also did as part of coming through this thing we did the book club remember that book that was said present over perfect you know trying to get it perfect you'll never really be present in it and so that's what I wanted to be uh, and figure out how to get out of bed. And I noticed that I was able to get out of bed each and all those days when we did those first 90 episodes. And then we're like, wait, we're out of bed. We're productive. We've developed the habits that we wanted in the morning, which was wake up, get dressed and get out into the world. And so there were some things that I was able to switch from my insomnia nights to sleeping very well, to waking at a certain time, even though I've never said, oh, well, how to get out of bed is going to come on at eight, nine, 10, Every time we would try to assign one. Right now we're um literally live at seven minutes into this, and it's ten thirty three in the a.m. on a Sunday, right? If I'd planned that, I'd be running around like, oh, the phone's not charged. Let me check the charge. Yeah, we good. Um, something would not have gone well because there's something to when you subscribe to based on what you subscribe to and based on what you want to commit to, I just want to commit to being of service. I just want to commit to being full on honest, honest and transparent. That was my goal for 2019. My 2018 goal was, and I think my 2017 goal was yeah, my 2017 goal was to be, just to be present and not procrastinate. You know, even if it, even if it was something I couldn't do anything about, let me just acknowledge, what was going I was talking with uh Angela yesterday Angela uh you know is my co-host with me on um Leading Women podcast and I, and I was telling her I had to say something out loud to a person and she says, okay that was brutally honest and she's like well, it's not even brutally it's just the fact that you could say it in those terms you know is is what really needed to happen and that's just where I am because I think we we end up where well, we can't get out of bed trying to meet these expectations and You know, so much over the last decade has been just been mediocre and it's just been it's there's there's so much that's not right. Everything that's not right became the focal point and people got to a point where they couldn't even identify right and wrong anymore. So that had some of us not able to get out of bed. And I'm like, I'm not going back there. Like I said, I love being able to share where I was. So in my hand again is all these pages of this journal that sat around forever and I said, let me use this as part of how to get out of bed. So as I said, we, I would try and I definitely would listen into like my guardian angels in the morning. Like, you know, what's, what's today? What should we talk about today? And then I do try to do just a little bit of meditation, but then it wasn't even that because half the time, like none of this, these, these pages and I don't even want to count. I know it's 90 plus. Um, I just wanted to like start talking, push that button. start talking that's how I used to write go to the go to the blog um, create a new post and just start writing and yeah I may go back and say oh okay you know just keep right write, right write." and then all of a sudden oh here's a topic boom okay delete all the rest of that let's just go with this and so what we did over the year this year 2019 how to get out of bed um because you know 2018 we did the in the kitchen still going in fact uh when i get through with this i'm going to go jump into the wardrobe of the day and head into the kitchen get some stuff started because i then have to switch hats and i have to go out into the city and have to do a bunch of stuff uh and also i put my for hire sign back out so i've got some great um customers coming on that I'm writing some developing some um, social media campaigns for as well as business campaigns. and it's like it's like wait this is beyond a social media campaigns. these are actually business campaigns marketing basically um what I'm working on so I'm excited about that as well but I would not be at this point if I didn't like to stop and simply figure out how to get out of bed because let me tell you ain't nobody coming dragging you out of there be- no that's not true some people will try to drag you out of bed and get you back into life and get you back into society back into the flow of things um but there's too many of us that don't stop and deal with how we got there there's too many of us that don't stop and deal with why our steps are the way we are there's too many of us that don't stop just literally don't stop to figure out what's going on and i don't like that that's not me and so here we are. I'm gonna keep doing that. I hope it's giving a good sound effect. And it's probably not because I'm doing it towards the phone instead of towards the mic. So you probably hear. You probably don't. All right. What I noticed when I grab when I grab this is so funny, y'all. Let me tell you. When I decided to do um, how to get out of bed, the page before I I did. How to get out of bed was actually some notes on micro marketing. And I I was actually on a call, accountability call with Sister Sense. Shout out to Sister Sense. You talk about the last decade. First of all, Sister Sense has been around and I'm talking about S I S T A S E N uh, S A S S E N S E. this is a uh, wonderful mentor of mine and everybody else's that has helped us for those of us who make money online uh has been there day one day one okay we're talking about day one when there's about 10 people online helping us figure out like how to make this money so i did a call with her accountability call and literally on the notes for that call i have written down how to get out of bed book okay uh and it looks like i wrote at the top micro marketing accountability call sister sense uh time what it says time something april 14th uh time multipliers. she was talking about your time multipliers and let's see money making act money making activities and i've got two times lead magnet three times for profit 10 times magnify free and profit your free item uh, your free item multiplied to the product, something like that. Work in the background, work in the background test. She was talking about your workflow, time tasks, weekly schedule, time. But on that page, literally on that page, and I, I'm, I'm so proud of myself because literally on that page when we were, she was asking about product and I wrote down how to get out of bed book. Now, I know for me, it's very hard to just sit down and just write to book form, it was very easy for me and uh, when I did the first book, Twenty Seven Answers, uh, to create Buzz, which actually was published in print form or uh, published in digital form in early in 2011 2012 I went to an amazing conference to figure out how where where was blogging headed, right? Where do we blog from here? And that was to turn your blog uh, I came back with the task, tasking myself. Got the idea. There is like, oh wait a minute, you know this whole online thing is great, but there's still at that time more people offline than there were online. And I and I kept hearing people say, you know, they they love the blog, they love. I had created a learn section on there, and they were like, they love it, they love it, they love it. But there still was people who wanted that tangible product in the hand so i was like i've got to have a product you know of course for passive income and so forth and especially when you have opportunities to get in front of audiences and so forth which we did in on the stage you need something to sell as so you just step off the stage and so i took articles from the blog and i that were talking about using social media for business and networking and creating buzz which is what we do um with your stories create buzz and i like, put the book, book out there as a digital product. But then I realized, like, you know, that's the, the free people, they love going to the blog. The, that convenience people, they love getting that download. But then I had this premium customer that was always saying to me, but I would love a print book. I would love a signed copy. And so, 2012, I went to this conference trying to figure out how to do this. And the conference was blog her. I have not had a year like 2012 again. And you shouldn't look for... To duplicate all these different years. So 2012 set all it helped to set all of this in to stone to get to start getting the return on the investment. The investment, number one part of that investment was time. And so to look at this call, this account, one accountability call that I was on. Uh, and I wrote down how to get out of bed book. So when I wrote down how to get out of bed book, guess what's on the next? I turned the page over and <laughs> I see I see a checklist that says ribs. Seasoning, mac and cheese, extra sharp, butter, greens, uh, peppers, egg rolls. Oh, that was the episode. had to be the episode. Yeah, it really did have to be the episode of when we made those mac and cheese egg rolls. And I think they, the side to that was some ribs. Yeah, that was the side to some ribs. But anyway, so I had in my mind uh, that I needed to do this how to get out of bed book. And I knew that what would, what's going to inspire this conversation and what's going to inspire the content or for me to have enough content that I could end up at some point having the book because I know those who want it free, they're going to love the podcast. Those who want it on demand, they're going to love. Uh, well, those who want it free, they're going to love the live and on the Facebooks and things like that. But then there are those who want it at a convenience. They don't want to have to scroll social media to try to find an episode. So I then had to create a place for all these episodes to live. That in and of itself became the um, gift for those who wanted it at a convenience. But then there are those who still want that premium part of... They want a book and that hopefully that's going to be part of 2020 and you can say it all day long. You can put it on your vision board, but remember all things happen in their season. So we may, you know, it just depends, but how to get out of bed now has now we have to go back all these different, that's why I started writing in the journal because I wanted to be able to go back and I'm like, I know I'm not the greatest note taker. So I said, well, let me just start jotting down some stuff on a page in the journal. And then that took shape in the form of word clouds. Like I'm a, I'm a blogger. We know tags, we know keywords, we know word clouds. And that's what I created in this journal. So I have a journal of word clouds and The first one, and I think, I don't know if this was the first episode, but it's the first one where I took pen to paper and I wrote down, as soon as we know, as soon as we know. That was the start of it. And and how is that? Because I wrote down how to get out of bed book. So as soon as I knew I wanted a how to get out of bed book, I had to figure out what's going to inspire me to write a book. Well, how did I publish before um, and publish not just... 27 answers to create buzz, but the other 27 answers, um, items that went along with that was, I just opened my mouth. I just started talking. So I put, uh, as soon as we know, and then I have, don't look for a cosigner. That was always some of the best advice uh, I would always get from my, one of my cousins. Don't look for a cosigner because <laughs> I, and, and always, you know, if you want to do something, you know, a lot of times we spend, uh, we spend a lot of time, um, trying to get people to sign on to what it is we're doing and just do it right and then i got do the right thing of course do the right thing uh went on so i'm not gonna go through all of these i'm just gonna go and then again I, I look back at the count. Kind of, i wrote accountability and forward the, each of these pages is an episode so to be able to have these pages in my hand and know that these are episodes that's out there Particularly, somewhere in the midst of this, we decided, and I think I started counting, I could see account, some of these have a count on there, when we were trying to get 90 episodes. So I wrote down on the next one, still trying to figure out how to journal this thing. I wrote down accountability, and I wrote forward, and then I wrote destination. Um, the next one, I just wrote, remember and recall. Remember and recall, propel forward to for it. One of the things is, we don't remember enough. And what I like about so some of these social media platforms is they do give us some memories. You know, I was, um, just the other day, I was sitting, I think I was going about my day. And this thing, this uh, notification popped up from photos. It said, hey. You know, reminded me I may not have shared something from photos that day. Hey, here's something you might want to share. You had a great week. And I'm like, okay, cool. Glad you remember because I don't too much remember it. And I was like, whoa. And um, and it, it assigned these group of this group of photos a title. I'm like, see, this thing, this, this AI stuff is too much. And I'm looking back through the photos and going through the week. Okay. So then uh, expectation, reputation, leave on top. Clarity and joy uh, was written there then I've got starter new at some point reason season lifetime Everybody should pretty much be well aware of that whole reason season lifetime people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime uh, Too often we get those things wrong. We stay too long for we stay for the wrong reason We stay too long beyond seasons and every everybody ain't in your life for a lifetime You know, let them go push them out if you got to all right know your flaws this episode was really good um uh, for me new frontiers old frontiers no one should wild out value loss and then we talked about loss and of course we talked about loss a lot in this because remember we were having 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 dealt with the uh, loss don't fear if i that's all i have on this page and i remember that one being and we're talking the early on episodes and we'll we'll go through i think i will kind of go through these not all of these because over the next couple days as we continue we'll we'll continue to go through this but don't fear if um there is a lot of if you know every day and, and I was in some conversations and um everybody was like if 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 that's if it's like an after thing. In fact, we were, I think it was a sports analogy and somebody said, well, if this person didn't do this, but they did, you know. And one thing I think we all notice is you can't change time yet. Um, so that was the thing. And I try not to if myself. I won't put a lot of ifs on there. Um. And I just remember working with spreadsheets a lot and you have to have those if comparisons and so forth. And it's like, no, what is, you know, I wanted, I wanted to get away from if to, to what is, and this is what I wanted. So, and then I have stopped trying and start doing, do and done how we, our exercise. One of the things with each of these episodes, we had an exercise. We walked away with an exercise and basically was to create a list, a two-sided list. And on that list we have, you just do it kind of a checklist and in what in your doing can you say that you have absolutely done, uh, shout outs. We talked about true, transparent, and honest. That was the episode we came up with being truthful, transparent, and honest. And it's not something everybody can do. Uh, journal. We talked about how to implement the journal into the conversation of how to get out of bed. Um, trying to figure out like, okay, we have this journal, we have this podcast And somehow the two are supposed to come together to become this book that in my mind that I was working on. And so that's all I have written on that page. And we talked about journaling because journaling has been around forever. Uh, In fact, some of the greatest journals of our history guide us into into our day. And, And I mean, there's so many of them. Um, that people took the time to write down. You know what? And I'm an avid person. I love going. I'm an avid museum goer. I love going to museums because when we go to museums, whether it's art museum, I love history museums, and we're always looking at items that clearly everybody had once upon a time, but it was this particular person that thought that. It had that gave it gave theirs the most value applied value and kept it in pristine condition or restored it and decided it would be around forever uh, to show somebody. I was telling my daughter there's a store. It's a modern store today. It's actually just a collision center uh, in the neighborhood. But when you walk into their modern building, there's a cabin like building inside there. And I don't know if it was like their first store or if, if this smaller cabin-like structure existed on that space and they just built up this modern facility around it. But it is the most shocking thing and as many times as I have driven by there never really paid any attention because you can really only see it like at night when you it's I guess if they leave the light on but I had to go by there and uh and and, and I walked in and it's like the minute you walked in it's like there's a whole other building inside this building but now me it, it was like triggering for me because it's like you know black people don't go back in time okay we just don't Cause where we been, okay? On all parts of the planet, we ain't really trying to go back in time, but we are. But I'm mindful and respectful of history, so I was like, okay, why they preserve what they preserve it up in here, right? Got to be mindful of it. Like, but then I realized, like, I wonder, and I still haven't taken the time, uh, had the time or found the time. Not taking the time, found the time to find out. If that was their original structure, in my mind, I'm thinking that was their original business structure. It has it's all roped off, and it has some um, signage and all that kind of stuff. And I said, I bet you that it's the original structure that was here. When you look at, because I have seen um, some photos of that particular street as it grew over the. Decades As we do our decade review here, we just kind of reviewing 2019. In this, about 25 in, you know, we try to get out of here about 30 or 45. Sometimes we do hang out for an hour. I do try to hit uh, a follow. I do try to end it at, give you a stopping point at 30 in case you have to go, in case you want to come back and find it. Uh, revoke permissions. Y'all hear a little bit of sizzle coming from the kitchen. But uh, revoke permissions. Redirect. Redirect. Um, And I, oh, we got that. I have a note here that one of our viewers, uh, reorient, reorient Black Ice, who's always in some, always listening. And in the timeline, and unfortunately, guys, I didn't grab another device I can't see. Those of you that are in the live environment, but you already know we're trying to get through this. But revoke permissions, that was so big when we started this or when we started 2019. Because what we found out, and everybody's probably still figuring this out, is that in using social media or just living these very public lives and being transparent and being becoming friends online and, and or friends in real life, all of this stuff, um, we have, we, we granted permission, terms of service. They put all kind of permissions there. All you want to do, you want to use the app. You want to go to, you want to attend this, you know, you, you went to an event and, and somewhere on your ticket, it literally said that they own your image and, and captured this and all that kind of stuff. And then also particularly in personal relationships, you grant an opportunity to do this. It's, it's taken advantage of you got to go and revoke some of those permissions so we talked about that and in revoking the permissions you got to reorient people because even if you feel like okay i changed my mind that's a thing all right i've changed my mind you have to take time to reorient people to what the permissions are just like you know you you've been using an app for years right but then all of a sudden you like wait a minute (laughs) okay you log in you like you think you're gonna go and do some of those same things that you have come to enjoy some of those same freedoms some of those same advantages that you thought you were gonna enjoy you like whoa you've been revoked and now you've got to sign, you can't even go any further unless you agree to the new terms of service. Well, here are the new terms of service. Uh, let me reorient you into how this thing works and then so forth. So we had that and then we talked about, we did an episode on human touch, y'all. We did an episode on human touch. We talked about some of the myths and some of the buy-in and just basically how many people are going through life without human touch, hugs. Uh, I had think I think I talked about that because I had probably watched, as many of us are watching all kind of documentaries now that uh, we have so much access to screens and content. I think I had watched uh, something about... Uh, solitary confinement, and there maybe had been a ruling on it because of some studies and so forth. And they were looking at people that just literally going through life without human touch. And even human touch, you know, just touch. I mean, I I have this dog now uh, that has been with us about two years. We've had him forever as a family. Uh, my daughter and I ended up being his caregivers. We was like, is he taking care of us or we think taking care of him? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? But I just noticed how much this dog loves to be. He loves touch. And not only that, I remember con- the first time, I remember exactly the first day I truly connected with the fact that we have a pet. <laughs> and it's a dog. Because <laughs> we had every other pet. We have had, you know, having four kids, honey. We've done the guinea pig. We've done... The hamsters, we, we cats, I mean, all those kind of things. You know, that's what you do when you got kids. You give them animals. And, uh, and I just remember, like, by the time this dog came along, I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Where'd he come from? Why is there, a, why is there a pet up in here? Why does he get to have the entire backyard? Why does he even want to, why is he looking at us like he wants to come in the house? What is this thing we got to cater to him? Wait, I got to buy this thing. We got to get this thing some food, all this stuff. Wait, he got to go to the doctor too? <laughs> All of this stuff. So, of course, uh, over the last couple of years, um, as everybody has grown grown and gone, he's still here. And thankfully so. But I just remember the very first day I was, came home. And I noticed he would try. He would always, in some kind of way, the dog figured out that I was um, the mom or the matriarch to some degree. And I remember he would always get upset when the weather was bad. And... Before we would get any kind of warning on television or the the sirens in the neighborhood, he would always find his way to me to wake me first. And I thought that was just so interesting and he would not, he would not relent until I literally got up out the bed to make my way either to turn on the television to see what was going on. Or to check on the family, you know, the house, look outside to see have we blown away and things like that. He was real adamant about coming to me and waking me, um, uh, first into that, to that degree. But I just remember one day I came home and I was like, not in my best. And I'm like, I couldn't wait to, I got to get home, get out of my clothes, get in my bed and just wallow in whatever. And I remember getting out of the car and getting ready to walk to the door. And, the, and I literally have to walk. Like we had the, at the end of the driveway opened into the backyard and it was the fence there of course and he was always de- desperately trying to destroy the fence to get out of any and everything that went by and I'm probably going to hear my smoke detector in a minute because I smell something burning but um he would he was on the fence and I walked over And I'm now, mind you, I know I could feel the weight of of depression and all this stuff, anxiety coming on. But I walked over to the fence. He was just there, just he was standing up. He had his top paws on top of the fence. And and I noticed, okay, he ain't wilding out. I'm like, he's just like giving me this look, like, come here, (laughs) you know. And he's, you know, doing all the the, little dance, you know. And I'm like, so I go over and I literally like pat him on the head. And he just kind of just leaned into the embrace. And I, I, I felt something and I was like, wow, touch, this touch thing is absolutely amazing. At the time, living without human touch. Okay. Storytelling. What's the next one? Vocalize needs, y'all. You got to vocalize. I'm really good at vocalizing. I'm going to tell you what's on. I'm going to tell you what I think. And I'm going to tell you what needs to happen. And guess what? When it needs to happen, it needs to happen. But uh, also, I have written down here value and shame. So, the conversation um, may have led to that. And again, we did most of these, like I said, uh, live uh, with an engaging audience on um, Either Facebook or Periscope and so forth. Um, Where we we? We're about 32 and we'll go a couple more. Let's see. Declare declarations. Declaration. Declare something. I also have Beyonce. (laughs) No, wait a minute. Beyond. Is that the guy Beyonce written? oh, Oh, Beyonce Homecoming. I have Beyoncé Homecoming written on that. And that's not when Beyoncé's Homecoming happened. I think uh, I was watching again, watching something, and that brought came into the conversation. But when you want something, there's some people go through such a process when they want something. You know, devaluing themselves, de- devaluing whether or not they deserve it, trying to figure out how they can get it. like You want it. You want it, right? Uh, and some people, they want something, they go right on and get it no matter how much they impose on others. This is like... But legitimately, when you want something, um, we talked about, look like we went on to talk about foresight, Indian and futurism. I love talking about futurism because I think we're all trying to get somewhere or being able. There a lot of people, especially when it comes to getting out of bed, can't see themselves in the day, let alone the future, right? Can't see themselves in the next hour or just moving on. And so what we talked about was declare it. And figure out what's the way to get to it. A lot of times we might be looking too far off, too big. You know, I, I, I did a thing where one year we were like, okay, let's just dream smaller. You know, we know the big dream. We know where we want to be. We know how comfortable we want to be. We know how well-known or unknown, how known or unknown we want to be. We, we, know, we know so much where we want to end up. But what about today? And a lot of, because we looking so far ahead, sometimes too far ahead, agreement was the next one on that. Agreement, and I got lemonade written down there, but I'm pretty sure that was a whole lot of conversation. And a lot of times what I have found in looking back at these, when there were no other words or verbiage is because the conversation was Flowing so fast that I did not get a chance to journal it. Oh, here's one that I really love. Integrity and dignity. Integrity and dignity. When you find that a person has no integrity, they've lost their dignity. You can't get that back. But we talked about what what are some of the thermostats. How do we check it? You know, how do we gauge it? How do we check it? And and it's it's sad when you meet people that they're not concerned about integrity and they're certainly not concerned about dignity. Uh, they just hey, this is what they want now, and they don't mind if those things are deal breakers and, and how closure comes. Behaviors was one was an episode. Now, mind keep in mind, each of these pages are episodes. So we talk about behaviors uh, modification and is this always? Remember we we had the ifs back there and. In, in, You got to ask yourself, because some, like I said, we talked about what, reason, season, and lifetime. Like, is this always, can this change? And if it can't, it's going to be always. And that's when you have to, again, go back to your, your deal breakers, you know, cause I mean, then wait, it's like, wait a minute. This feels like always, I'm not putting any more energy into this. I'm not, I'm not trying to change it. It feels like always like this is, this is always going to be a thing. And guess what? I don't want to be a part of this always. I don't. So we got to do what we got to do to get that changed out. Okay. Uh, don't give it your all. we always told everybody wants to tell, give it your all, give it your all. Don't give it your all. Save yourself. I had plenty of reasons to say that in the blog, that podcast, that on that day, always and forever. Don't give it your all. One thing I noticed about people, places, things that I admire is those that reserve a little bit for themselves. I have been trying to figure out and learn how to do that because I had such a consciousness and there's such a guilt that goes with that. Uh, in fact, on the day that I'm recording, there's a great friend of mine and I've, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I can squeeze a, another thing on my calendar today, uh, with all that I have to do. Um, shout out to Joy Pearson, Pearson Academy, um, uh, Joy and Ken Stokes. Uh, and all her friends and volunteers and family, um, that scope, that supports her ideas today is, I think the, I want to say the second annual show love challenge where, uh, what she does with her timeline is she asks everybody, okay, y'all it's the end of the year before we get to the spring cleaning, the purging and all that, not even that. You know because guess what you did you went out for the holidays and you bought all your new stuff you know and you probably made some room and trying to make some room in the closet and those kinds of things and, and she asked for people to start making donations of things that she can create a one-time store a one a one-stop shop um for people who did not have that opportunity and so they are hosting this thing called show show love challenge um, today where she where she challenged everybody and, and what, it, what people brought to the table, shoes, clothes, gifts, um, different items, household items, housewares, um, all kinds of things, books and so forth. She asked them and she creates a store and community can come out and shop um, and go through the store for free. like they get to go through and get items. Um, Based on need, you know, and and, and so forth. And then, and there's also, you know, food and probably some entertainment. Like I said, this is the second annual. And that's why you have to do stuff the first time. And when you do it the first time, it may not be everything that you envision. But when you do it the first time, it shows people your commitment. Because just doing it that first time, other people will see it. Because we live in a world where seeing is believing, people need to see. I guarantee you, there there are people that woke up this morning like, "Oh, this is really happening." And I love that she shares every essence of pulling it together um, uh, people dropping off their donations, them processing all the donations. Um, there were some items because people who, you know, there are those who like, Oh, I don't, I don't feel like going through the closet. Can I just give a, a monetary donation? And then they go and shop with those monetary donations. So there are some things there that are going to be brand new, um, based on where, you know, there might've been some low inventories, right? So they'll make sure to have these those other inventories and, and Cause it's about meeting needs, but doing it that first time, just putting the call out there, just saying, listen, you know, this is what I want to try to do this and so forth and so on. So guess what? Now the second time it's like, they double down, right? Got a, 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 a different venue, a larger venue, uh, closer to the communities where people can, that are in need and can come and be served and so forth and so on. But you know, you never forget that first time. You never forget the people who supported just the idea, just the thought. Because you can, like I said, once you create the optics of it, once people see it and they believe it, you know, you get, you still get a little bit bitterness, but you're so grateful to those who, for whom, could not see it, could not imagine it, could not envision it, but still said, "I'm going to be a part of it." I see, just because it's just the idea on the napkin. Oh, I'm going to be a part of that. Or just the idea in the post. You know, hey, if I donate my shoes, would you donate some shirts? And would you donate this, that, and the other? So shout out to everybody that was there. The first time, shout out to everybody that's there. The second time. But try to be there the first time. You know, and I'm not, and I'm talking to people who, who still sitting back. Like waiting for it to hit five years. Waiting for it to hit ten years. we getting ready to close out. We're getting ready to close out a decade. There are people... That are closing out 2019, celebrating the fact that they just did something for 10 years. We are closing out, not closing out, but we're continuing on being able to celebrate that we did dryerbus.com for two decades, right? And, and I'm like, whoa, because it's going to be our 18th uh, anniversary of having dryerbus.com. But there was a whole two years of planning and trying other other websites and other names and so forth that went into this. But when it we hit Dryer Buzz, it was like, oh, cool! Well, that worked. I i would, I'll never forget getting the call uh, from the guy that was hosting our website. He was like, you know, I kind of got you on this little server over here, but this traffic is is coming in. What is Dryer Buzz? You know, and having to really like, oh well, well, you know, it's just kind of some music, some writing, some stories, some articles, and then it, and then of course a podcast. It was podcasting before podcasting, blogging before blogging, uh, it was books before you know digital and all that kind of stuff, um, and so. But start, start. All right, answer, seek answers. Uh, enough us, nineteen ninety. Oh. Wow. This one is called seek answers. And I wrote down enough, believe, believe that you are enough. And we're at 41 into this, uh, us. I hope that means us. And then guess what I have down here? Because at that time I was looking at 1999, but I keep wanting to say 1919 because 1919, it was a significant year for 2019. It was a hundred, the hundred year. Uh, Mark, and that is something particularly interesting to Black people as well as everybody else. There, there was a lot of a lot of celebration because I think we hit a hundred years ago. We hit somewhat of a modern time, meaning that really archiving archiving who we were and what we were, even some of the atrocities we were still becoming a, becoming a country. Um, you know, there was still, I mean, people were, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a very deep history that went on between the races um, during that, between the races, between the sexes. It's like everything. Everything. If you look at everything now, there's a law that says for every th- reason you cannot discriminate. Each of those reasons is pretty much celebrating at this time a hundred years of trying to get some folk to leave everybody else the hell alone. So, and I won't go any deeper into that because this ain't that part. This ain't that episode. But we looked at how we move the needle in this episode um, from 1919 to 2019. And we'll do the same thing from, what is it, from 2000, I guess, yeah, 2000 to 2020, which would be 20 years uh, to look at. And then, of course, you know, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years is basically... Uh, we get this is an epic change because especially as it relates to the Internet and social media, because the Internet, a lot of people before uh, 1999 was literally afraid of the Internet. They didn't want to get on and they, they were especially when it came time for Y2K 20 years ago. Uh, people thought, well, OK, here it goes. All y'all crazy people on the Internet. Y'all not going to have this thing tomorrow. <laughs> I'm talking about people are throwing so much shade to those of us that were on the internet, like, you know, all that, all that life y'all got in that world out there thinking y'all know each other and now looking, now looking at everybody, you know, we survived Y2K, um, 2010 and 1999, remember Prince did the party like it's 1999 and, um, uh, and so forth and so on and so. And here we are. Now, everybody has a smartphone. Everybody has a channel. You know, everybody's on either some platform. If you're not on YouTube, monetizing. Everybody has an audience. Everybody is an influencer uh, and and so on and so forth. And everybody, well, not everybody's there telling the greatest story ever told. So, you can find some of the greatest stories. Ever told in the archives. If you use the hashtag. Dry your bus. The next one. As we get ready. to Close this out. is honest. And we talked about our past lives. You will not believe the difficulty people have. With just simply being honest. I'm a person. I have to be honest. Because I can't remember shit. Okay. So if I lie to you. I'm not going to remember it. So I just have to be honest. Uh, I'm going to go through a couple more of these. Quickly change. Forced to change back. I love that. Um. There, I think that also came out of a podcast or a conversation I had with Angel Stalkup, who's my co-host on Leading Women. There's always something trying to force you to change, but every time you're trying to change. But you know what? The things that are trying to force you to change back, because you don't let too many people know you're trying to change. You don't let too many forces in on your change, and that's why it's forcing to change you back. You got to change. You got to do more better. We talked about more better. I know we had um, our last first ladies wanted us to be better and be best. For some reason, I have boxing down here, and I don't, I don't recall, um, I'll have to think about that. Make sure you're bringing the better. Why do I have boxing on there? I don't know, more, I gotta go look up, more. oh, wait a minute, no, that wasn't, I also have Mo' Better on here, and that relates to Spike Lee and his movie, uh, Mo' Better Blues. But I'm trying to figure out why I had boxing on there, um, Mo' Better, I gotta remember that one, because I'm going to write about that. Traditions and tolerance, habits, perception, infringe. Oh my God. You see, there's a theme. There's a theme on this just simply because there's so much that infringes on us. There's so much that um, finds their w- finds way into our spaces. So we have to figure out how to do that. Here's one of this is one, I'm looking at this page, and I can see where we really started to kind of find the way in which we were going to journal this thing because it's full of words. It's full of keywords and phrases, proximity. We talked about proximity and safety. And I know, I know whenever I see the word proximity, I talked about sitting in on a a, a class and I actually ended up speak. I was there as a speaker. And I actually ended up conducting the class because some news broke. But I was sitting in a class by my good friend, Dr. Rashard Ritchie. And you see him everywhere. Hear him everywhere. Um, the next hardest. I'll say the next hardest working man in radio. Because the hardest working man in radio retired this year. But Dr. Rashard Ritchie, who's actually working on getting his second doctorate. You talk about a transformation over the past 10 years. That brother right there. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna have to go in his go on his page, and and give him some kudos because I don't know a person who transformed who came into this last ten years. I mean, even just the last five. I would have to say the last five years because I I think he and I truly met i don't know if we i I would probably have to say about 2013 maybe 14 and when i tell you about a five-year plan i could always pick somebody with a serious five-year plan in a five-year plan to have (laughs) about to finish two phds and theo i think he's doing theology theology too okay not to mention however many radio shows and television shows he's a correspondent everywhere and let me tell you how it started Every time I saw this brother, you got my business card. Do you have my business. every time? Everybody was like, "We all got, dude. We all have your business card." Every time I saw him, he that was him. You got my business card. 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 And I was like, "Who?" And you go, like, "Who is he? Why do we need his business card?" I hope over the past five years you got his business card to be able. Remember, I said, "Do it sooner. Be there first. Be there at the beginning." We have got to want to be there at the beginning because see now I ain't got to roll up on this brother and say, hey, you know, remember me? No, never, because I got all my selfies. I'm like, this brother is doing the doggone thing, and I love him for it. He made some decisions, y'all. When we talk about change. He changed, he, he made a change, he talked about, and let me tell you, every step of the way, there were forces trying to change, and probably still is and will forever always be, but revoke those permissions, and that's something that he did, and uh, his class, he has a class, in it. and in fact, sitting in on his class, I'm like, shit, I need to go back to school, this is, this is school now, I gotta go back, because... That class on proximity, it, it just opened, it opened my eyes on it. And he invited me to speak because when we were talking, when he, even though he was talking about, well, at, whereas he was talking about proximity, um, he invited me in to talk about social media because social media is one of the greatest tools today. If you are trying to, um, Change the trajectory of your proximity. Whatever it is you're trying to get close to, you can pretty much do that social media. Like before I went live, you won't, you don't even... Go look at my timeline and see some of the conversations that I was in. Some of the people that I was trolling. And and they're going to respond to that trolling because they're going to go like, Wait a minute. She didn't just say that to me. She said that to a couple of thousands of people and so forth. And it wasn't that, I, you know, that's, that's the proximity I want. It's like the proximity is there because... I see them and they see me. So the proximity is there. But also on this page, I'll we'll talk about safety because because our proximity has changed. We also, in everything that we do, have to consider our safety. And as I go down the list, as we, again, I said, get out of here, guys. We're going on to our associations, industry, mentor, events, conferences, peace of mind, expose false insecurities though that's when we started really working on the word cloud like I, I I would have no problem writing from this page because from this page on as you can see episodes in uh, we started to figure out how this thing was working and we did a part two on proximity because we had to talk about fo, FOMO and FOGO fear of missing out and fear of going out you have your fear of missing out because you have a fear of going out right and going through some of the traumas that I went through or we went through over the past couple of years, it's like I still to this day, like uh, uh, getting dressed and going out there and being around people or allowing people in the space, that's still that's still a very deep thing for me. Um, mindful priorities, convenience, and then we talk about opportunities because if you have if you have fear of going out, you're gonna suffer from fear of missing out, you're gonna miss those opportunities and your proximity won't be the same. Can't fake it. Oh my god, we talked about can't fake it, subpar, part, do better. What do you want? That is a question people cannot, for the most part, answer. They think they can. But if you really think about when somebody says, what do you want? What comes out and what you say is like, it's really not what you want. It's what you think you're supposed to say or what you think you're supposed to have, what you think you're supposed to do. And you get to a point where you can't get out of bed because none of that stuff, even after you're acquired, you know, being around X amount of people or having X amount of things or, or uh, even doing a certain amount of things, you find you can't get out of bed because it really wasn't what you want. It, it doesn't really get to the depth of your person and your faithfulness. Wired. I love this one. How? Wait and rewire. Rethink. Recycle. Uh, And then we got Renaissance Renaissance there. We, one of the things we talked about over the last couple of years, and I wouldn't necessarily say this past decade, I wouldn't apply that to the decade because I would probably the last five years, because where we came in the last 10 years at that five year mark, let's say 2015, exactly 2015, we closed the digital divide, everybody upgraded, you know, their, their smartphones and so forth. We began to see a renaissance because you could see beyond what your perception was. You could you you could see real time, real time data. You didn't have to wait a couple of years to find out something was popular here or something was popular there. You didn't have to wait for it to at the end of the month to be in a magazine or at the end of the year of the season to be on television. It's like whoa, this is happening live right in front of your eyes. So it created somewhat of a renaissance, and people were able. Uh, to find their tribes and people who think like them. People who look like them. People, you know. People stop saying like, you know, can't. How are you gonna find a job with red hair, you know, or or purple hair and all this. And Now everybody's walking around with all kind of color hair because that uniqueness of person, that uniqueness of person became the Renaissance. Because we started as a society of the uniqueness of people, and we got a chance to get back to that. Believe and behave. Believe and behave. So as a person, believe is how they behave. Sadly, unfortunately, people believe some crazy shit, so they believe behave been some crazy ways but a lot of times they have to do with belonging longing for belonging the whole us and the we guilt we talk a lot about guilt and be mindful we talk about these those, those extremes uh, guilt is a personal thing people feel guilty because they have they 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 care not about your expectations but a lot of times you can sense their own uh, their guilt because you wear guilt it's it's an outward emotion uh, but it simply means that you have challenged your own expectations, and I'm like, damn, you walking around breaking your own expectations. Uh, that's not somebody we want to be around. So witness, we talk about witness, and we talk about blessing. We talk about stay ready. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go a little bit more on some of these. That was an episode called Stay Ready. There's an episode called Slow Down when it comes to how to get out of bed. Avoid mistakes. Avoid mistakes. One thing we do, and it's part of human nature. Is if we don't acknowledge them, we continue to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. You know, if a person comes to you and says that you're different, or or you're it, this you're all you're you're the last resort. It's like, well, damn, what kind of mistake? Remember, we one thing that we saw over the last decade, people talking about their haters. Everybody had haters coming into this decade, and I'm trying to think if it went back before that because when I think about some of my early on blogging, we talked about haters. And we talked about the fact that the word hate is highly the error so haters are legit okay when a person said they got haters you just need to ask them, what kind of errors did you make because haters are only attracted to errors so a people who a person who feels like they got haters like, they probably make errors. You need to run. Run from them. And I think that's what I have on here. Moving too fast. Focus. Snap out of it. Get back on track. Slow down. Avoid mistakes. Avoid mistakes. Call to action. Comfort zone. Miss moments. Listen. Uh, that was a part two. Part comfort zone. Okay, we talked about call to action. But then some kind of way we got to comfort zone. And it says that we had a part two on uh. comfort zone. Okay, I'm trying to check my text message. My daughter, uh, I guess she didn't get better. She probably looked like she did turn into the flu. So, I need to get ready. to Get off of here and check on her. Okay, I told her she needs to go get some antibodies before that stuff get too far. Uh, comfort zone. Size. How far? wide, Triggers. Reasons. Okay, we went deep on this one. Fearful. Responsibility. Accountability. Encouragement. Perception. What matters? The... When you have to explain to a person what matters, like here's what matters and they can't perceive it, they have disrupted your comfort zone. We talked about adapt, ambitions, adjustment, pronouns, uh, deadline, timing, mindful expectations. Don't fight it. We ended up with uh, oh, friction, errors, mistakes, user errors. We, we went into peace of mind. This is definitely a lot of mindfulness that went on here. Don't disrupt. Find it. How? For me. No one else. What's for you and no one else? What is for you and no one else? Um, get mad. Right? Like get mad. Sometimes you have to get mad. I mean shit. I walked around the last couple of days. I felt like I was just mad. I was so mad. I was like my chest was hurting y'all. Angry. Get beyond. Get it out of the way. Say. Uh, say express what you feel. Right time and space. The right time. The right reason. Confirmation. Oh, I also have show up over here. Confirmation. That's not for you to handle. Qualify stuff. Uh, why? And then quantify. Quantity. Quantify. Confirmation. Come Monday. Uh-oh. <laughs> My daughter, they've uh, they've passing the flu along over there. I'm looking at their messages. Come Monday. Recap. Memories. Uh, hindsight. What works. Revisit. Don't turn back. Let's stop here. And, uh, cause otherwise we'll keep going and I don't want to take what more than your hour. So we'll do that. Uh, don't turn back. Some of us, I've got some, oh, some of us, some rest of us. Okay. Some of us, rest of us, uh, not scare you, prepare you, get out the way. Uh, what did I say? Misqualified, disqualified behavior all of us, one of us, and it looks like I gave the example of the sixty thirty nine and one percent uh, to get the hundred percent. Because uh, one thing we 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 saw one narrative that was out there over the past decade and probably even a little bit longer was this talk about the one percent. And we just talked about some for yourself. Um, remember, there was a movement. What was it? Uh, there was the movement where people were uh, in the parks, and and I gotta go back and find out what was that called. It was it was something about the one percent. Um, and there was this movement where there were a lot of protesting. People were moving into the parks out on the street. The Wall Street. Remember they, they took, did the Wall Street takeover. And then they were taking it. It went from city to city. And there was all these protests, And and all the police were going after the protesters. And it happened because of the recession. And, and people were in the foreclosures. And it just went from one thing to the other. i got to figure out what it was. It's kind of like a sit-in type thing. Um, But it was it was us against the one percent, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I feel like that. I felt like there was so much energy to. trying to make the unbothered people be bothered by something that's just something it's hard to do it's hard to make a person that's unbothered about your situation become bothered about your situation when in fact if you go and get the people that are bothered and try to get the people that the other people that are bothered to work together which is why there's only 1% because they don't have a problem working together it's the it's the 90% and actually 60% Because 30% are like, yeah, y'all, we got to work together. But at 30%, they'll get together and knowing they got, they understand they got to work together. But then they try and wait. They try and wait on the 90% to the point that nothing really gets done. But then out of that 30%, 9% of that get through and figure it out. I'm going to tell you right now. If you get out of that bed, don't turn back. So do this over the probably over the next couple of days I'm going to try and come back and do a couple of reviews. If I don't get back, I'm going to t- hope your last decade was awesome and amazing. Everything that you need to learn for it. Just take a look but ba- take a look back but don't turn back. Take a look back but don't turn back. If you, maybe maybe you need to go back to uh, a part of it that worked, you know, just figure out what works. Look at and that's our here's our exercise of the day. Just what, what, what really worked for the, you're here and under the sound of my voice or you're there somewhere off in the future, you're live with me right now, or you're catching this on demand at a convenience or you're somewhere off in the future. What works for you? Be able to say what that is. And you don't even have to say it to say what that is. You know, this is basically trying to get somebody to co-sign. Just know what works. Just know what works and don't don't waver from it you know I knew when I wrote down on that first day after doing that accountability call I wanted to do a how to get out of bed book and and try to help others with my hindsight from what I just went through and how everybody around me is going through I'm like I need to get this I need to put this down somewhere because somebody came to me and they were asking for some advice and I'm like well I hadn't thought about how to give that advice and and it boiled down to save yourself save yourself it's that thing put the oxygen mask on first then you can help others and that's what this is about all right uh, let me see if you do want episodes um, there's not well you know the hashtag dryer bus but you know that's that's drivers is very broad just look up how to get out of bed how to get out of bed um it's on all the podcast platforms it's on if you aren't following on any of the social media platforms is there as well to find a channel if you want to subscribe we need those numbers if you want to like if you want and also it comes in your email if you don't want to look for it in all these other places go to dryerbus.com. you can either subscribe and every couple days you will get a summary of, of the content that we have uh, created for you and you can choose a channel and by which you might want to follow us on into the next decade for 2020 some exciting things are going to happen like i said i did put out my for hire sign i've got a a great cafe and what are we doing social media for i got a great um non-profit organization i'm going to be telling you about as well um uh, podcast still podcasting strong uh and thanks so much for uh the supporters that came on with us in the beta testing natural soap by Zakia. um <clears throat> Next to mortgage for Caroline Simmons Savia Savier, Savier Realtor. Um, what were some of the others? I'm trying to remember. Oh, over the years. Um, Artists in Business, AIB Nation, I mean, over the over the last decade, everybody that's in a cash app, everybody that has attended events, uh, the last decade, we brought you In the Kitchen, which was the last couple of years, and we also brought you uh, the Boot Camps, 27 Answers. Cannot, let me tell y'all, 27 Answers was a survival, was part of the survival of the last uh, five years. Uh, it was. It came out of publishing 27 answers and that became a learning platform it then became workshops it then became um speaking topics i went around and and did all these speaking with from the audience to the stage on on that um let me think uh breakfast with dryer buzz all of those things. I mean, see, we got so many. We had so many offshoots, and we we've had. We talk about twenty years of doing this. There's always been things that have come and gone. I mean, we we used to have, you know, twenty to a couple years into our twenty years, we had I twenty Justice, um, which where we talked about things, of course you know. Protesting social media um, brought a lot of visibility to the renaissance of protesting. And so we talked about everything that was going on up and down from I, from, from out, up and down I-20 from Georgia to Texas, um, you know, and those kinds of things. Uh, of course, you know, being able to to blog about our, the amazing transition of power, um, not just with the Obama eras, but shoot, when we started... Uh, and one of the reasons we ended up being uh, 100% digital was because Clinton was president and killing small business, killing the economy. But he had a surplus. He had a surplus because he didn't give nobody no money. Right. He didn't spend on community. They wiped everything out. Um, and, and we we the Great Depression was going on the wars and things like that you know in the bushes the bush before Clinton and the Bush after Clinton you know all those different things so to be able to talk about those things and yet still to be here uh, 20 years even with Trump in office for those of y'all in the future we're ending this decade with uh, Donald Trump in office and, and even though that is some of the worst some of the some of the worst things I'm gonna tell you we have some of the worst representation but even still, some of the worst things are happening. But still, it's like they say, it's the worst of times and it's the best of times. The worst of times will always give give way to the best of times because people find that they have to count on themselves. They have to be more resilient. So I think if there was a rena- renaissance, it was about resilience. You know, I had to find another way to get out of this bed because everything I got out of the bed. Changed over the last, and I won't even say everything for the reasons I got out of bed changed, but some very serious things happened that changed my reasons for getting out of bed. And I'm like, wait a minute, you got to pull yourself through this time because I had, or for for the many reasons I got out of bed, all of that stuff changed. Time changes stuff, and I I needed to go and find my own. Resilience, and I let that play out. Being transparent, honest, and truthful in front of you guys, because I know one day you're gonna look for those same reasons, that same hindsight, um, to be your foresight. And I just hope that you never get to that point. And when you get to that point, because we all do, I hope that I have given you a little bit of better way of understanding, you know. And that's something I really celebrate as far as being one of the first, um, one of the original digitals. As we love to call it. Um, one thing I really truly celebrate is. Some of the story. Some of the stories. and It's just a little bit of story time. We're going to go. Um, Harlem Godfather. Um, when we talk about. I can't talk about Renaissance without talking about. Um, I know at this time. Everybody has probably seen or watched or caught. This Godfather of Harlem. Uh, thing. To know that I did want to. The, the last interviews, if not the last interview, uh, or really the only interview that was done live in, on social media was with Mrs. Mamie Hatcher Johnson, who was uh, at the time the widow of she's now late. She's passed on herself. But to spend that time to bring that story to social media, because we spent early on part of social media trying to get um, great minds and, and great organizations and great some people from my civil rights movements and and all of those things and organizations trying to get them on social media had they come on and er, as early adopters as many of them uh as many of them did thanks to, you know to saying yes to what we were trying to do and other and, uh, others like if you were looking you want to take that look back to history shout out to history makers you know they created one of the first uh youtube channels that went they went and, and archived all this amazing footage uh, african americans black negro colored black African Americans and that is available at history makers on youtube um my friends that started out real black t v um um and there's another one oh my god i can't i can't think of it um there were I mean we talk about very own early adopters of this thing there you know there have been larger entities to go and create a black offshoot or an african American arm of this that and the other, and copied all of these original digitals, but the the great thing about it is being first, you'll always be there, and they did some amazing thing I'm trying, black tree black tree media, black tree media is the other one um that was out there, Black tree media and real black. Um, were, were two of the very first YouTube channels. Black Tree Media, Real Black, and The History Makers um, were three of the first, um, black YouTube channels. And I know everybody's off into all the negative stuff, um, but you know, 30% of us are over here enjoying an absolute awesome, amazing renaissance of, of us just being black and proud, you know, or or women and proud or or all these different things for which the world, um the world tried to discriminate. The larger society tried to discriminate. Um but even in that, you know, there's a generation out there that don't know those boundaries. And we those of us that came before all of that have to be mindful and respectful of that. And they have to be mindful. I was telling my son because my son's in that generation where my son says, well, mom, everybody has history, right? And we have to be mindful and respectful of everybody's. But particularly while we are challenge, challenging and championing everybody, you still got to know yourself because you cannot champion and challenge uh, everybody unless you unless you know yourself. So we have to understand it. So I'm just thankful for those that for which when needed, and all my content creators out there, those of you that started out there way back when, to those of you who are gonna start today, the same value has to be applied. When a person says and I know because there's a bitterness there's a bitterness to it. But if somebody decides today Today, I'm going to change. Today, I'm going to do more. Today, I'm going to do that today. You know, let them. Let, th- let some of this stuff happen. Let some of this stuff play out and uh, and we'll all be the better for it. I hope that, I know I am because I'm up. I'm up and I'm about to get out of bed and I could I could only have done that. I could not have done that without all these amazing episodes of how to get out of bed does how to get out of bed stop no it does not um like i said we may remove the word daily and just do it uh anecdotally based on different things and different topics and so forth because um as of right now and I, 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 I say I can't stop because I did when I did those 90 episodes I thought okay cool it's all been said and done and I was like I can't get out of bed and I'm like go live again <laughs> so I know there'll be days there will be days um that we'll we'll, we'll do it some upbeat and some like okay y'all help you know um but we'll, we'll keep it going we'll keep it going and 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 Maybe, you know, and add on some other things. Leading Women Podcast is Wednesdays. Leading Women Podcast. Uh, we was like, it's Women Crush Wednesday. Why are we not doing it on Wednesdays? Uh, again, like I said, Angela and I are trying to figure out, we want to be in the same room when we do this. So we're, we're, we're trying to, we tried doing it in the co working space. And just like we have that podcast, uh, co working spaces just really does not work for women because women still have to have that safe space. And we went into a co working space with it. And you know it was like that was disastrous um and so we were like okay and and i the words that came out of my mouth was, "I've never seen something fall apart so fast in trying to put that in the hands of um others and, and the collaboration just wasn't there the way we we needed it to be. And so recognizing, you know, I'm not one for like, okay, this doesn't feel right. Let's keep trying it. No, it doesn't feel right. Let's stop. Hard stop. Right. Um, So we, we've got, uh, we've got a number of invites for spaces to check out, try. um, um, Notably, we've got, I've got several myself that I just have not put into use and so i'm breaking out the equipment again even though i don't really want to have to produce this uh so we're looking at some options because uh, i really want to just just podcast i don't like wearing all the hats you know that's like i don't want to do that no more uh i'm really willing to delegate and invest in it in that form which i've always been the part the hard part of it is people don't really understand what that is what that looks like still to this day Um, but hopefully it it gets better, but I'm, I'm, I love to go pro and by going pro, I I love like, look, who can I pay to get this done? All right. So that's really it. That's it. Let's just stop. But you know, I need you to do me a favor, right? Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.